What up, Soak Nation? Welcome to episode 14 of Let's Talk About It with John and Lucas. I'm John. I'm here with my compa, Dre. Dre. Lucas. What up, Lucas? <laughs> Dude, that sounded incredible. Boom, clap, stokers. That sounded incredible. Dude, I'm just, you know, I say this every time, guys, but I'm just... I'm just stoked to be on here. On these You're just happy to be out here. Yeah. My congestion from last episode has um, not really gone anywhere. It's just still here. So I don't know what the problem is with my body is, dude. I have a rash in my armpit. Where in your armpit? Both like armpits. Deep in it? In it? It, it hurts to like do actions with my arms. Like I can't box right now. It hurts. You ever tried shaving your armpits? No. You, should, you may, might want to think about it. Would that actually help? It, it might. Like, if you're chafing from your armpit hair, you could shave it. This is very... I don't know if it's shaving. I think it's, like, legit just, like, rash, dude. I have some ointment I could give you. What kind? It's called A&D. It's for chafing. Cause I used to chafe. Is it in our first aid kit? Yeah. I've been using it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I already use it, bro. It's, it's not helping. It'll go away. Dude, I think so it could sorry. be an infection. Oh my god! Yeah, like a legit thing. That's I looked it rough, up, dude. dude. I looked it up, dude. Armpits are like cultures for bacteria. Yeah, they are. Did you web and d it? Because I web and d it. Do you I, have to play? I have like five days left. Oh shit, dude! Um, so this well, is my last episode. Got, at least we can get one more app yeah. in, dude. Get one more in. How are you doing, dude? Pretty good. Good, good weekend. Uh, yeah, good weekend. Chilling. Last time we had boys' night. That was a great time. Killed some uh, some spiked seltzers, some Bud Light limes. Played some video juegos. Ooh. I literally I can't get enough of you and Jared on that cooking game. Unbelievable chemistry you guys have. Dude, that was sick. There's this game called Overcooked Stokers where it's like, you know, like when you're little kids, like you play those like little flash games where it's like you make a meal for customers and like you prepare the dish and you send it off. Well, this game is like. That on, like, steroids. Yeah. It's, like, just insane shit's going on. And so, like, I turned in... I literally was, like, trying to emulate Gordon Ramsay. And I was just screaming at Jared. You did really well. Like, I can't scream it now. At one point, I said that Jared's mom hated him and his dog was a whore, I think. Which, yeah, that's what you said. Which I I would never slut shame a dog, so... That was a big hit, though. Yeah. I was, like... That was really... That was a yeah. good dude. I, and I, like, said it in, like, a fake British accent. And like, then when, when, the, when that door was closed, and then I said, I said, I said, let me in, let me in! Like that meme, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, we were losing our fucking minds playing that game. It was fun. And honestly, like, I think it, at, at one point my voice was, like, starting to go out. And I'm like, okay, I need to, <laughs> it I need constant to tone it back. shouting. I need to tone it back for this, um, for this podcast. But we were getting, like, they rate your performance on, like, a three-star scale, and we were, like, like, I thought we were doing badly at sometimes, and we just were consistently posting three-star scores. Yeah. Like, we were just bodying it. So, you like, we really just had a weird were. natural chemistry, I guess. I don't know. You guys should start a restaurant. I think that's what that means. If you, if you were to start a restaurant, what kind of food would you do? Um, I talked about this, right? I would have a, a barbecue place where people could slaughter their own pig. And like, oh, right. Yeah, that was, that was very early. We did have that. Mm-hmm. We did ask that question. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what was yours again. Maybe a cereal shack. I think it might have been that. John's cereal like a shack. Cereal bar or something. Yeah. All right, dude. Let's dive right into the topics, man. Just imagine like a Froyo oh, store, shit. but instead of Froyo, it's different kinds of cereal. Okay. But the same toppings as the Froyo store. 
So you can get Cheerios and then like sprinkle like coconut and chocolate chips and like strawberries. You on. go for the coconut at Froyo places. Like you I put that on. I like coconut. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like coconut water. I think that's maybe the worst product. Coconut water in the is market. disgusting. And I remember like Aubrey last year had like forty bottles for the sweet. Like he got them for free or something. Yeah. Or like something occurred where he like just suddenly had like sixty Cases bottles of, of yeah. coconut water. Of buy. And like I think he might have drank it like once every three weeks and then no one else drank it. So like we got through like ten bottles. I tried one. It was really quite disgusting. Yeah. yeah. I think there's still some in the back of the pantry. There's quite a few interesting things in the back of the pantry. Yeah, Aubrey uh Aubrey has like a little menagerie of just like goods back there. I know. And it's stuff that you wouldn't expect. No. Like I looked for soy sauce. We don't have soy sauce. That's a pretty basic thing to have. But we have like ginger um, sauce. Here's the thing. What is that? Here's the thing. We we had soy sauce, but technically once you open soy sauce you're supposed to refrigerate it. Yeah. And it was like a thing in our pantry for the entire semester, so I threw uh, it out. Yeah. Good call, dude. Yeah. So good call. The GF has a soy allergy, so for for the best. Yeah, probably for the best then. Yeah. That sucks, dude. Soy is like good. I know. Yeah. She has a soy allergy. She has a peanut allergy too. So she has to be careful, like eating at like Chinese like buffets and stuff, right? Because they have pretty healthy mm-hmm. amounts of soy on. She stuff. is allergic to Five Guys fries. No. Because they fry them in peanut oil. But she's such a legend. She, she has doesn't a peanut care. allergy. Yeah, she's allergic to tree nuts as well, dude. But she still goes and she still crushes some fries and burgers with me. Because she's a legend. No, why? That's not legendary status at all. I don't think it's legendary status either. But I think she claims it is, so it yeah, is. Yeah, she claims it is. She, she, knows, she knows best. What's our first topic, Johnny? Um, so our first topic, since since we're like pretty powerful minds, creative spirits. Yeah, we're pretty I want to try to get some new TV show ideas in the atmosphere. Okay. That maybe like, you know, somehow yeah. like the producer of the next big show happens to listen to our podcast. Yeah. And then he contacts Shout out to us. You, Steve. And Steve? Yeah, that's yeah. Just trust There's me. There's a chance. There's a chance. Um, maybe he likes it, maybe yeah. he pays us a bunch of money uh-huh. to uh to take the idea off our hands. Yeah. And so this topic it came up because this morning we were discussing, we were talking about uh, Jake's uncle, who is the creator of the show House and The Good Doctor. Yeah, great uh, shows. Which are good shows, but the funny thing is, like, the common theme is, like, hospital doctors. Hospital stuff. shows are, like, low-key, maybe yeah. kind of easy. Yeah, so we were, like, talking, like, just shooting shit, like, joking around about his next big show. We love the guy. I mean, he's a good guy. We, great we spent guy. a whole week over there at his, at his like, low-key mansion over spring break, and he was a very good host, even though he was, like, super busy. Yeah. Um, and his wife was wonderful. He gave us a tour of... Uh, he gave us a tour, and we Sony. passed Mila Kunis. Or, yeah. Yeah. She was, no, no. I don't know if we passed we her, just but she was on the her. campus she, the same time we, we were. We left, and on his way back, he ran into her. Like, that we, like, was it. Yeah. We, like, we went to like a restaurant, and on the way back, he saw Mila Kunis, which is like... I was going to cry. That's pretty insane. Yeah. Like, that would have been really cool for us to see her. I feel like... We would have all been like pretty stoked. I would have been stoked, but the thing about seeing celebrities is I'd probably want to stay like pretty low key. No, yeah, I I'm not the kind of I'm not I would not be the kind of person that would be like super in their face about it. Yeah, I I think I would. That's be, not like, right. Very off putting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so this topic came up. We were like shooting the shit, and we're like, all right, dude, next hospital show. Let's think about it. Mm-hmm. And we we came up with some weird cerebral ideas. Our idea was the doctor in this show in yeah. house. The doctor was. Kind of a jerk. Was a douche. Yeah. 
in The Good Doctor, he has autism. Right. And in this new doctor show, the doctor is an Iraq war veteran right. who has shrapnel in his spinal cord. Right. And he's in surgery every day. But while he's in surgery, he's performing surgery on someone else. <laughs> it was so fun. Every single episode, there's just yeah. dramatic turns. Yeah, there's just like there's just like a complication in the surgery every episode. But his fighting spirit is so strong from his days in Iraq that yeah. he like just pushes through it and like is surviving this literal like two year long surgery on his spinal column. All while he is performing his doctorly duties mm-hmm. as the head surgeon at Chicago Med. That's perfect. That's the name of the show. Chicago, Chicago Med, dude. No, dude. It's got to be something about the fact that he's a soldier that's getting operated on. It's like steel spine. You know, it's like. That's brilliant. Like, he's got a steel spine because he's a freaking nerves of steel. And he's got steel in his spine, literally, because they're taking that's it out. That's fantastic. Steel spine. So, wait, on this. But wait, we need like a romance twist. Every good hospital show has a romantic interest. True. And usually it's like another fellow doctor, but I think we need to push I think we need to push the envelope a little bit. I think that what happened was the man who like threw the grenade, like that ended up getting the shrapnel in his spine. Yeah. His daughter Oh was being or sorry, no. The man had a had captives. Okay. Had kidnapped women. Mm-hmm. Um and she's like a young Iraqi woman and she was studying chemistry in college. And she's, like, super smart. In America and or? In was... Iraq. Okay. And somehow, like, he met her before the whole shrapnel thing happened and uh-huh. was trying to free her. And that's right. what happened. Like, he got a shrapnel before. But he was um, trying to save he her. He was trying to save her. So and she's, so, like, so yeah. indebted. And so, like, now it's years later and this is this, this show's actually occurring. Like, the war scenes are, like, all in flashbacks. Right. Yeah. So now it's years later and, like, she comes over looking for him. And somehow, like, her chemical knowledge, like, she, like, was able to go to school again because, like, in the in the effort of getting the shrapnel, he was able to get her free. Yeah. And so she was able to go on and get, like, her PhD. Like, she has, like, she pulls out her d- diploma. It's just, like, MD, JD, PhD. I was uh, master in education. Pre-med at Wash U. Yeah. Uh, went to a Montessori school. Like, uh-huh. diploma's just fat as fuck. Yeah. Fat, dude. Mm-hmm. Summa cum laude, dude. Really? Suma. She's a genius. She is a nasty, nasty So let me scholar. see if I can see where this is going. Mm-hmm. She hears that he's under surgery, right? Yep. She comes to the hospital. Uh-huh. And she's the one performing the open back surgery yep. on him. She's the one performing it because with her chemical knowledge, she knows how, like, the metal is oxidizing and affecting the nerves, dude. That was the smartest sentence you've ever said. <laughs> Uh, I might, I might switch to pre-med. It's not too late. Like, yeah, I could switch to pre-med yeah. if I wanted to. Holy like, fuck, was that Coach Steve? Coach Steve, I'm pretty much alone most of the time. <laughs> Dude, that's like, I really think that our viewers, like, or our listeners, like, probably would think that's actually a, like a recording of Coach Steve from the show Big Mouth. <laughs> Stokers, ring in and tell us how good that was. John is really good at that impression. You just gotta stretch your arms a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I practice on the diaper bars I call home. Oh my gosh. So, in the spirit of our creative juices flowing here, what? let's come up with another TV show on the spot here. What? So, I think we need a general premise, a general setting. What okay. do you think that was going to be? Um, so, hospital shows, right? They're easy. 
Right. What's another kind of show that's easy. easy? Dude, I mean, there's a plenty of crime shows, but I hate crime shows. So I want to There are away. so many I want to steer shows. away from that. All right, no CSIs, no NCISs. Yeah, like that would be the next cash cow for sure. Yeah. What about reality TV? Okay. All right. I can do that. All right, I, so we got... Yeah. We got a basis. Now, is it going to be dating-based or is it going to be competition-based? Both. Both. The prize? Dude, I love the L in both. Yeah. Both. <laughs> both. You... So, you date oh, some... I got it! I, I got, got it! it. I got ah! it. All right, you, you first. You first. Right, you right, first. Right. It's a bunch of unhappy couples. The winner gets a divorce. <laughs> it's a reverse dating show, bro. The Bachelor, but in reverse. Uh, they pay all the legal fees. They give separate honeymoons. Like It's like, also, we'll pay for your divorce honeymoon. You can go to the Bahamas by yourself. Dude, you know how, yeah, there's like this show where like, like there's equal amounts of men and women. And they, like, try to find their, like, perfect match. Yeah, yeah. But now they come in as married couples, and they just argue. Yeah, they just every bicker. scene is just constant bickering. They just prove that they are the unhappiest. And, and then there the could be, like, finale. There, there could be one plot to this where it's, like, one couple finds out, like, through these competitions, like, hey, we, we still have incredible chemistry, babe. Yeah. I think we should try this out a little bit longer. And then they, like, and, like, it does, like, a little fast and forward. They and then They last, like, six more months. <laughs> but like, that, they <laughs> yeah. are losers. They lose the losing audition, but they last, like, six months of happy marriage, and then it's, like, they end up getting divorced. Uh, instead of a rose ceremony, it's, like, every week, like, the happiest couple goes home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the couple that showed the most promise at, like, <laughs> being able to be together. I love that idea. My idea was you have a bunch of, like, eligible people bachelors okay. mine's a little bit more like actual serious like okay. people are trying to like get together uh-huh. so you have like a big pool of women a big pool of guys whatever um let's just for the sake of like simplicity say they're all heterosexual but like i mean shit i don't give a fuck you know, we yeah. don't care yeah um so they match like a guy and a girl together for each like different round who matches them uh randomly generated it's like blind dating oh okay, okay. so the first round completely blind you never yeah. even see anyone else you get matched and you meet them on the day of the competition whoa and there's like different games kind of similar to like survivor where it's uh-huh. like that kind of caliber of game yeah uh and you compete with like this brand new person and while you're competing they make you ask like blind date questions like hey whoa. so where are you from like while you're like whoa. solving a puzzle yeah you had to like get to know each other so you get scored on competition score as well as like quality of date like feedback score from uh-huh. your partner at the end of the round damn dude okay and then at the end of the round the worst couple goes home of course and then the next round completely generated again new couple swap wow and you have a new partner the next round i don't know how it would finish but i like the way it's going that's good and because people will start to get emotionally invested yeah. in one person yeah. and then they like won't care as much about meeting someone else in their yep. blind date exactly that's great and then like that's gonna hope, be so much drama you hope that yeah that's the thing that's that's, that's the main that's thing that's the like, dead horse who we gotta be kind of drama yeah um but yeah those, those are some solid ideas yeah we i hope steve is listening i did too big old stevie yeah we'll take um i'll take pretty much any amount of cash for my idea Ten bucks or more. Yeah, I just, I mean, how about you just plug, plug, let's talk about it with John Lucas, like, in Hollywood. Let's get the, oh the social gosh. elite circulating it. All of a sudden, they're talking about it on Instagram, and then we'll never be able to find jobs ever again. If one celebrity <laughs> was to post a screenshot of our podcast on their Instagram story, who would you want it to be? Easily, like, one of the Jenners, right? Like, they have the biggest presence. Yeah, but is that, do you think they're stokers? 
It would need to be like Matthew McConaughey. Oh, that'd be like cool. Bradley Cooper, Jamie Foxx, like those Who's guys that Ant-Man? have bros. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Seth Rogen. Oh man, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. That'd be tight. People that basically people that have just like a ton of dope stokers that follow them. Yeah. I Seth know, Rogen I, definitely does. Yeah. And who's the Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill for sure. Jonah we Hill's, should have them on the podcast. I think I know some people that could get that going. Yeah, we could pull some strings. Yeah, yeah. You know the Hills? Stoker, would you would you guys like to see Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen a little little four way pod in here? Let us know. Let us know about that one. You know who I'd love to have on here? Buzz Aldrin. Kind of. Yeah, he's he's a legend. Tay. The Washu musical genius. Dude, I actually low-key know him. We gotta hit him up. We could listen to Summer Days and ask him about his creative process. Dude, we would have... That would be a sick Ask episode. him if it was written about a summer day. Because it makes me remember specific summer days, you know? We could ask him like some good questions. Speaking of which, we are thinking of doing interviews with people on a podcast we know that we've we've garnered some interest from the stokers and people have said that'd be cool yeah so we're thinking about like you know not every single week but maybe bi-weekly have a guest come in and we'd you know for about half the pod we'd like ask them you know questions like good serious questions. and non like serious interview questions but then also like you know questions that we ask each other all the time like stupid shit yeah and then the rest of the pod they'd just be one of us and just like you know they'd have a baby beef and legend for sure for sure They'd answer questions from those tokers. They'd talk about a topic, maybe. It'd yeah. be sick. That would be fun. And, like, Tay would be a huge... Because then he would listen to it, and he'd yeah. probably share it. Yeah. And it would be mutual beneficial, dude. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be, a, major, it'd be a major cloud the, boost for both of us. Dude. We'd break into the WashU podcast yeah. scene. Yeah. And he'd break into the Stoke Nation. Which is... Like, a, he'd become the official artist of Stoke Nation. Because <gasps> he'd be the first, you know... Can we sponsor him? The real thing is, like, can we do Summer Days as our... We definitely have to do Summer Days as the intro song. At least for, that for his episode. episode, yeah. And maybe if he's like, yo, guys, I love your podcast so much, I want to sponsor you guys. It's like, all right, dude, we got we to gotta say... Then we wouldn't have to worry clap. about getting copyrighted by Charlie XCX. True. That's perfect. True. But okay. who else would be good? As an interviewee? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many candidates. You could bring your mom in. I'd love to just sit down, talk to her about education, your childhood, yeah. speech pathology. Uh, see if she like ever like changed your diaper and like how much you pooped as a child, yeah. stuff like that. I think she that'd be an interesting one because she definitely went through phases where she was like, I think I want to murder him. Do you think um, was sure. she a crazy teen? Yeah, she had she Hell had some, yeah, she had dude. some stories from high school that I don't even want to hear. Yeah, you can leave. Yeah, I'll be during that pot. I'll leave during that segment. I only need one Langham in the studio at a time. I'll feel more comfortable with all of Stug Nation knowing my mom's secrets and me not knowing them. <laughs> <laughs> no one could look at you the same. Yeah. Afterwards, just like, holy shit, he has those genes. <laughs> <laughs> He's capable of those things. How much did we say nurture in fact, uh, nurture in nature was? <laughs> we said nurture was 100% effective, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you, but... Yeah, yeah it'd be fun. I'd love to see your mom, too, dude. She was, like, a great mother. She was a great she mother. She's so supportive. She, she was also crazy in, back oh. in the day, though. It's because we She doesn't bring it up, though. She doesn't bring it up. Yeah. Neither. Like, I've only heard through other channels. Oh, yeah, same here. My mom does not bring it up, either. Yeah. It's funny, though, because my mom was very... When I was in high school, very protective, you know? Very sheltering. 
And I felt if I confessed to doing any of these naughty these deeds. naughty activities, that it would be like hell raining down. Yeah, same here. Same here. But it's funny because she was doing those activities when she was in high school. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That is funny. When you grow up, are you gonna are you gonna bring hell down on? I'm not gonna bring hell down, but I am gonna be like a pretty strict parent. Like I'm gonna make sure there's like a sense of, um, what's the what is it? You know, discipline in the household. Discipline. Like, I want my children to be disciplined. Not like discipline them. I mean self. Like I want them to have a sense of self discipline. Like, yeah. Be able to regulate. Because I want I want them to go to college and know when to make the right choice. Obviously, I want them to have really a good time in high school and, like, be able to test their limits. Like, you know, understand where their limits are in the vein of, like, different things mm-hmm. um, before they go to college and, like, get wrecked. Yeah, that happens too often. Which happens to, to a lot of people. And I, they're going to get wrecked in college. We've gotten wrecked in college. It happens. But, like, I want them to have the self-discipline of, like, not do meth when they're in college, you know? Yeah, and, like, be the one that, like, maybe takes care of their friends yeah, in college. Yeah, that, that's great. Like, you I know? want them to be the caretaker. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, I had, like, a strict curfew. Like, I had a curfew, like, 11.30. And that helped you, you think, develop? No, I think that I would not do a curfew. I think curfews are bullshit. I think that was stupid. Like, Mm. what's going to happen? Unless, obviously, like, okay, snowstorm come in, I'm going to be like, hey, kids, you probably should get home. Right. Um, Or, like, anything like that. But, like, come on. Like, what's going to, like, let me hang out. Like, high school is such a finite time. You only have so much time with, like, your your buddies in high school. Like, I would have really appreciated those extra, you know, two hours every night that I could have spent. Because late night hours are the best hours. Dude, that's when real and we won't even do it. We won't even do anything stupid. Dude. Yeah, Bible study like, runs long we, a little sometimes. We were know? playing fucking. We were playing Catan. We were playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Like we were playing. Oh my games. god, you played Yu-Gi-Oh! We were doing some really nerdy shit, but it was like quality bonding time. Mm-hmm. And it's like the later you get, the stupider you the, act. The better the funner. bondage yeah. becomes. Yeah, the bondage gets real. Is that a wink you just threw? That was a wink that just threw. Oh my god. But what about you? Like, do you think that you'd be protected? I think I'd be like fairly chill, um, but very protective in a different sense. Like the the children need to learn by their own mm-hmm. lessons. Sometimes, you know, yeah. and I'll let that happen. But at the same time, I'll kind of be like overseeing it and making sure it doesn't go terribly wrong. You know what I mean? I'm concerned about like the morals of the children. I don't want my kid mm-hmm. to be a bully. I don't want my kid to be a bully either. That's how do you that's stop where that? nurture comes in. Okay. When they're looking at you and following you every all the time, you gotta be empathetic. You gotta be sharing like your decision making processes yeah. with your child. I mean, obviously we're pretty bo- we're pretty experienced in the parenting realm. Two twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, dudes. like we're big-time parents. This is like gold. I mean, we gave birth advice. to Stoke Nation. Wow, I never looked at it like that, but you're right. My hips. Boom! Clap! <laughs> that was really loud. I'm sorry. That was really loud. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to like. What's the term like? Get on like a moral grandstand or something like, yeah. like talk down to my children and like soapbox, like, like try to like pound in morals into them, but like it's they subtle. need to have them. your actions speak louder than your words. Okay, yeah. I agree. So it's more of like be the person you want your children to be. Yeah. Speaking of, how do we start talking about having? Kids? I'm not sure. What the fuck? Oh, moms. Moms on the podcast. Moms. Right. Guests. We we got from Tess from Tay. Dude, I love tracking back conversations. Yes. All right, now we, we need to push forward. Speaking of children. Dude, segue? That's, this is a segue. Uh, Speaking of children. Oh. Uh, aliens? 
<laughs> do they have children? How do Aliens. they reproduce? All right, listen, <laughs> hear me out, dude. Obviously, I, uh, I'm i a bit of a space nut, okay? Yeah, you're a big believer. Big believer in aliens. What do you think? Oh, yeah, 100%, dude. Yeah. 100% aliens. 100% or 99.99%? I mean, obviously, like, in the realm of statistics, yes, it's not 100% that they exist, but... Come on, man! It's, like, basically 100%. <laughs> it, it depends on how loose your definition of aliens is. I'm talking about... Any life form. So it could be a bacterial, bacterial cell. Yeah. That's an alien. That's Aliens literally, in my it's, opinion, it's a life It's an alien form. life. Yeah. yeah. I think so, too. But here's the kicker. Mm. The universe, right, is so old. Yes, 14 billion. Right. Oh, dude, did you take a... A I, class at Washington. might you? be enrolled in a... The <laughs> universe class or two. <laughs> The universe <laughs> is so old, and humans have existed for, what, like 20 years? If 30 the, years? If the history of the universe is a were a calendar, calendar. we are like the last two days of... Oh, yeah, we're like the last minute of the New year. Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. So think about the chance that another intelligent species exists at 11.59 p.m. on New Year's Eve. The chances of that? Very small. But that's counteracted by the fact that the universe is ginormous. But why can't they exist at like eleven fifty six p.m. and just be more advanced than us? Like you're you're oh. you're putting them in a box of being the same level. Right, as but us. the chances like life forms, as we know it, probably don't last millions of years. Right. I mean, the universe is changing. There's natural disasters. I mean, this is all from Earth's perspective, but yeah. You're saying like our, our uh, little little pocket of life, our in this snap. immense universe is gonna be s- extinguished eventually, pretty soon. And by eventually, we mean like eleven fifty nine dot dot thir- colon thirty. Yeah, like exactly. Thirty seconds. We're in we're gonna we're here and gone in a blink of an eye. Yeah, right. Like a blink. So the chance of another species getting their blink at the same time. Unless... Oh, shit. I've never thought of it like this. That's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you brought up a good point. Maybe their blinks are longer than ours. Yeah. But the fact that their blink would coincide with us is fishy. But, like you said, like you said for a little bit before I interrupted you, the universe is so massive. It's ginormous. You know what I mean? Maybe their blinks do exist, but we would never interact. Maybe their blinks are so long that they're so smart that they know we're here right now, and they're choosing to let us to to leave us alone. Oh, there could definitely be like that's a possibility beings that like are like simply like at a higher like because technology like I'm sure like some philosopher like said like you know I am become you know God or whatever. It's like once technology advances <laughs> far enough, the things that humans are capable of doing is gonna be perceived as like supernatural to like someone who was born you know like yeah, a thousand years ago that's true it already is yeah but it's gonna be even more aggressively like by the time a thousand years from now we're gonna think wow that's like legit magic like we're mm-hmm. not gonna have the other rapper minds around some of this shit that we're gonna be capable of yeah I think that the main thing to advance life though is like you gotta get interstellar travel down mm-hmm. 
Because our, I mean, We're no matter what, the no matter what, our sun has a finite life. Mm-hmm. It's 11 billion years old. Is roughly how long a star like our sun lasts. Mm-hmm. It goes through a main sequence phase, which is going through right now, where it burns all of its hydrogen, mm-hmm. and then it burns all of its helium, and then it has carbon, and then it just like collapses into like a white dwarf. And but it, between those things, it turns into red giants, and those things are massive. Mm. And during that very first phase, it's going to swallow up the Earth because it's going to get so big. Whoa. So, like, you know, before it even burns all the helium, that's going to happen to us. And we'll die way before then. Oh, for sure. So. For sure. So, it, interstellar travel is... Uh, it's got to come. But to think soon. that we went from designing a wheel from stone and starting fires to having, like, you know... We can fly around. We can fly globe. a we can plane f- that goes at, like twice the speed of sound uh-huh. like we have like communication drones yeah, and stuff like satellites that are in the we space. have a station in space yeah yeah to think that we went from that to that in 2000 years mm-hmm. makes you think okay that that what i described there is going to happen in like three billion years <laughs> yeah so right like our technology advances at such an incredible exponential rate and honestly the biggest boom in technology has been the last millennia Less yeah, it's, it's, been it's like three, exponential. It's been the last three centuries, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I wonder if there's a ceiling to that, though. There might be. I don't know. Google is on some next level shit mm-hmm. in their development. I mean, AI is obviously the next. It's the, that's the next jump, and, and we've talked about AI plenty on the. But episode. I don't. I don't know what's after that. Is there anything after that? Interstellar I don't either, travel but might like, be. Yeah. Might be next, and AI might be the thing that solves that problem. Interstellar travel has limitations because as human beings, we're not physically capable of traveling the speed of light, which is simply like, that's what's required. That's a law. Unless there is simply like, if wormholes exist, uh, that's the key to interstellar travel is mm-hmm. to open a wormhole like, you know, hyper, mm-hmm. you know. Or like I, some, or some sort of uh, uh, cryo sleep, you know. Yes. That's the other option. But then you got to send people, and by the time, if they cry asleep and they travel a few light years and they're only going like 50% of the speed of light, it's going to take them a long time. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, even if we, like Proxima Centauri, 4.2 light years away, if it's, like, if we don't go there, we go somewhere else in the galaxy, it's going to take them so long to get there. By the time they wake up, who knows what's going to be going on on Earth. Or if we'll still be here. I mean, shit, right now we travel at, like, 0.4 the speed of light. Yeah, see, if we're... Oh, sorry, 0. 0.04. 0.04. 4%. 0.0. No, no, less than 4%. I was thinking, like, 4% of 1%, so 0. 0.004. Oh. Like, we don't travel that fast, do we? Speed of light's 300 million meters per second. I, I don't know. I thought it was 5 trillion. No. Maybe it's 5 trillion miles per hour. Yeah. I'm mixing up my units. Yeah, I think it's 300 million. No, a light years. year is f- 5 trillion right. miles, right. I think. Yeah, it's a very long distance. Yeah. Very long distance. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's literally the amount of time it takes to tra- for speed, light to travel in a year. But, right. But yeah, aliens. Aliens, wow. Now, let's pivot to a little bit more, uh, you know, nonsense topic. Uh-huh. Viscous animals. Viscous animals. That's, that's what the sheet here says. <laughs> And uh, my first viscous animal, probably a bee, because they make honey, and that's pretty viscous. Right. Right. But I think that I just don't know how to spell vicious, because that's what I meant to say. Oh. Yes. I'm a very poor speller. Vis- 
vicious, vicious, dude. vicious animals. Are you ready for mine? Yeah. A mama bear that's cubs are in danger. Oh my you've god. Never, you've never seen a more dangerous animal. I saw you. the revenant, so yeah. I that I'm has pretty that much bear sure. has the fury of a thousand warriors. And they're traveling across this plain, this battlefield, staring their enemies in the eyes, and they see, they just taste the blood. Like they that the scene bloodlust. from Infinity War? Yeah. In Wakanda? Yeah. The yeah. bloodlust is just taking them over. They're just turning into the, they become animals at that point. They and that become bears one thousandth of, of a bear. Yes. That mother grizzly would do anything to stop that. Second injured animal? A human mother. <laughs> no. Only reason? Bears have, you know, 10-inch steel claws. A human mother, though, she has passive aggression. Oh, and fuck! She'll, she'll call the manager over, okay? And she will guilt trip the fuck out of you. Yeah. You, oh. You'll see her on Yelp. You left the room when Mikey was by himself? Um. Okay. I mean, if he dies, I guess we'd be pretty upset. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Just gave you a one star on you. That's a one star. And here's your tip. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Zero. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, you wanted to get some fat tips tonight and go without your boys and drink some BLs? Ha! I guess I wanted little Jimmy to be safe. Yeah. We all get disappointed sometimes. I saw you on our nanny cam. Here's that Here's that $5 an hour with a zero tip. <laughs> Enjoy those <laughs> natty lights. Hey, first of all, though. I mean, I'm still going to enjoy those Natty Lights. Natty Light came out with a new product, dude. Did you see it? No. It's Natural Light and Pink Lemonade. Shit looks amazing. That's, that, that shit slaps. I want to try some. That shit some. slaps. I hope it's in St. Louis. We can go grab some. We should. All right, what's what's one of your vicious animals? Then we got to move on. Uh, a my vicious animal, uh, the animal responsible for the most deaths in the world, mosquitoes. Oh, are they really? Oh, so. for sure, dude. Yeah. Malaria? Um, yeah. Oh. West mosquitoes. That's why a few weeks ago, you'll remember my legend of the week was spiders that eat mosquitoes. For sure. Because mosquitoes are the most deadly animal. So this has been on your mind for weeks. Mosquitoes, like they're always on your mind. They're always on my mind. You gotta stay on the lookout. We have a like kind of a mutual respect. I'd say they don't really fuck with me. Yeah. I don't get bitten by mosquitoes. I'm pretty lucky. There is okay. This could sound really stupid. Uh huh. Is there, like, a blood type or gene that, like, mosquitoes won't eat? I feel like I heard that once. I think you're thinking of World War Z. The yes. zombies wouldn't attack yes. people with bad blood. Right. Yeah. Yes. And so in the same vein, mosquitoes won't eat, like, you know, blood that tastes a little too irony. Yeah. yeah. Like, if, you, if, you, if you're really into eating, like, iron-rich supplements or, like, red meat, mosquitoes are like, nah, let's go, let's go eat the vegan. Send us a message, people yeah. who drink iron. Yeah. And then <laughs> vegans, watch out for those mosquitoes. You better use some spray. Yeah. Watch out for but those mosquitoes. But you know what? I hate the smell of bug spray. I oh, hate that. The worst. That That's why it works, me, dog. Mosquitoes are like... True. I don't... Like, being outside and smelling bug spray just, like, kind of ruins the experience yep. for me. Yep. I want to smell nature. I you don't have want to a, smell... Yeah. Bug spray. You have a beautiful fire, mm-hmm. which I guess fire has smoke, so the bugs aren't going to, but the yeah, light attracts them, so it mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, they're, they're around. And yeah. you smell this beautiful, like, smoke, like the smell of, like, you know, mm-hmm. trees around you, the and grass, the dew. You can hear the birds. Yeah. Or like the... And then all of a sudden, someone goes, oh, darn it, these pesky little insects. It's Let the me just same spray. woman who left oh. a bad Yelp review. Yeah, and she brought 
20 cans yeah. of off. And she's like, all right, everyone, put this on. If you guys don't spray, then somehow, was it Jimmy? What yeah. was the kid's name? Jimmy. Somehow Jimmy's going to get bit. And I didn't vaccinate him, so he's very susceptible. <laughs> dude, this mom sucks, bro. <laughs> I know, dude. She sucks. I know. I'm honestly surprised she doesn't believe in some sort of, like, essential oil that, like, makes your blood anti-mosquito. my grandma has a theory that dryer sheets work. She'll she'll bring dryer sheets out with her when she's doing yard work and, like, rub them on her skin. And then they don't. She's not I mean, if it ain't bugs. broke, don't fix it. That's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna run this by you, dude. How do you feel about calling mosquitoes skeeters? Love it. That's what I refer to them as at home. You really do call them skeeters. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad definitely do. Yeah, they're skeeters around. Can I join the, my skeet- neck of the Can woods. I join the skeeter squad? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Have you always wanted to, but you've I, like been dude, scared? I've been scared to put it up because I thought someone would just be like, "Dude, Lucas, you're a fucking idiot." Just like, go do some beast school. No, no. The best three words to say on a summer summer evening. Skeeters are out. <laughs> Feels real good, dude. Hey, Ma, the skeeters are out. Be careful out there. <laughs> I saw you eat that steak last night. Your blood is very irony. But I, I, saw, I know you feel safe. Your but... blood is very irony. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's jump into our baby beef and legend, dude. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? that? Just that complete command over my vocal cords, dude. About that, the range is astounding. Who was your babe of the week? My babe of the week oh. is Spotify. Dude, that works, bro. Thanks. That works, dude. Uh, my babe of the week is Spotify because dog, they always come at me with these dope playlists. They be like, "Hey, I saw you listening into like this new genre that you like, kind of started breaking into. Yeah. Here's a playlist of Dude, some good artists. They are good about that, and it's it's incredible. I w- I really want to know if it's a computer, or if it's like, cause like someone's probably gonna go through every song and mark it, like mark its genre, mark its like, well, niche genre. Yes, but two things, bands will probably market themselves and they post it on Spotify, oh, true, right? true, yeah. Second of all, there is, there is like, because someone wrote up a paper about this uh, for a class last year. We had Econometrics, and he did a project on, like, uh, pop music and, like, um, their sentiment and their songs, like okay. love and stuff. So there's algorithms like, can, you know, Listen. search the words uh-huh. in songs, and then, like, based on the words... You know, they can categorize it. into genres and sentiment. Spotify and, definitely has. Yeah, that. Spotify has, has definitely invested in that. And it's it's. I really love the playlists. They're they're usually home runs. Yeah, that's. And I, the I agree. the year end summary that it gives you is really interesting to see too. Yeah, I enjoy the taste breakers playlist that I got. Yeah, I like listening to that yeah. stuff. See, taste breakers. It's like Spotify's like, yo, maybe check this out. Yeah, it's like, okay, listen. You don't listen to this genre very much, but we noticed that you like these characteristics of your genres that you do listen to. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna give you songs that have these same characteristics that just happen to exist in this other genre, in a different light. And so it's like, okay, it's a new genre, but it's still like my type of music. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you're getting exposed to this new genre. It's like, oh, maybe I should branch out a little bit in this genre too. And you love and it. And all of a sudden, you have this beautiful, eclectic taste in music. That's, That's like the goal, dude. And it's all because of Spotify. Love you, Spotify. You're Spotify. You are yeah. my babe of the week. What my about- one. My one Uh-oh. thing about Spotify Uh-oh. is that whenever like a pop musician releases a new album, they aggressively push it down your throat. Oh. Like an entire day, 
my Spotify app had this really annoying banner on top mm. that was talking about Ariana Grande's new album. Yeah, by that's the way, true. four podcasts in a row that we talked about Ariana Grande. Um, <laughs> she talked talked about this her new album, and I literally couldn't get rid of it. I don't, did you have that problem? Maybe it was a glitch in my app. I, don't I literally could not get that fucking banner to go away, dude. And it was very annoying. But anyways, my baby of the week, dude. Jagger bombs, dude. Jagger bombs, dude. I don't know if I've ever had Jagger. one. I don't never think I've ever had one, no. So, everyone knows I'm a big fan of Red Bull, dude. I'm a big Red Bull, dude. So, Jagger bombs are literally just Red Bull and Jagermeister, dude. Jaeger's good. I've had Jaeger. Yes. So, Jaeger is, like, good. It's, like, a black licorice taste. Uh-huh. Very smooth licorice. Really smooth. Um, easy Objectively easy pretty strong, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, and I just love it. I love it, and then you throw in the Red Bull, you got and wings it's like with all it. of a sudden it's like it's this incredible like shot that gives you energy, but it's alcohol. Whoa. And, and the thing is, like, it's my babe because I feel like it gets a lot of scrutiny. Like I've been getting it lately at bars, which first of all, pretty expensive shot, unfortunately, pretty expensive. Yeah, but it's good. The name holds a lot of weight. Yeah. People are like, oh, Jagerbomb, what the hell? Look, it's like, no, this is my favorite shot. Like, I start out with this every time. They they hear the A with the two dots over it, and they get scared. Yeah, they like yeah. they freak out about it. Yeah. But that's my babe. Who's your uh, beef of the week, dude? My beef of the week, uh, everyone knows what I'm about to say. Yeah. It's fake download buttons yeah. on the internet. The worst. Those are so annoying. Like, And what's even worse is I bet they work on a lot of people. You know? Yeah. Because I see the download button in the advertisement box. I'm like, that's obviously a ruse. Yeah. And you're not tricking me. Yeah. But I bet they work on some people and then they download some Russian spyware, probably. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're my beef of the week, fake download buttons. Yeah. Just be an advertisement for, like, Russia, you know? Yeah. If you're going to be promoting a country spyware, just say it. Just be a Honestly, American it. consumers appreciate transparency yeah. more than the product nowadays. So you could be selling literal, something that literally says, hey, this product will murder you in about three weeks. But if you're transparent about it they and you like give a nice answer. ingredient list uh-huh. with maybe the daily caloric intake and stuff. Percent daily value. I think that most anti-vax moms would, would still buy it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they It's kind of like the vaccine. You know? Exactly. You know, Surgeon General says, hey, like... Your kid might contract polio, which was eradicated until you came back, until this, you know, mm-hmm. this conspiracy came back. Um, and it will, it'll, it'll literally murder your child. Um, but here are the ingredients of, it, of the vaccine, um, and it will prevent that. Nope. Nah. Nope. They're like, I think I, I think I want to go with the polio. I'll take the polio. I played Marco Polo a lot when I was a kid, and I'm pretty healthy, so. Wait. You played Marco Polo. What is that? You know what? It sounds like polio, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I played Marco Polo. My beef of the week, dude. Who's your beef? The Oscars. Who's the Oscar? The Oscars. The award oh! show. I like the mistake, though. But they're tonight. And right. it's just like, I don't know, man. I used to be super into movies and like the Oscars. And now it's like, I feel like award ceremonies are just a bunch of bullshit. Why? Because a lot of these movies, like, aren't even, like, I just hate how it's, like, a big, like, um, it's, like, a board of, like, people that do these votings and stuff. But it's, Uh like, you know, they clearly are there for, like, just movies that are just, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. But sometimes these these movies that are, like, nominated are just trash. 
Mm. Like, they're just objectively bad movies, but they have, like, this artistic, like, soul to it that people love. Mm. But it's like, all right, you know, it made, like, $3. Yeah. You know, like, my, yeah. my great But the thing is, it. you liked Aquaman. Aquaman, Aquaman was garbage. Slapped. It was garbage. Aquaman slapped, bro. It was garbage. I also dude. liked Venom, which was I also never saw garbage. Venom. But the thing is, both those movies obliterated the box office, made hella cash. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're good movies. No, I agree. No, I'm not saying box office means much, but I don't like it when a bunch of privileged mm. people get together and, you know, cast their judgment on an award that then goes down in history as, like, the definitive best picture. Mm-hmm. And it's like clearly, like they're just like they have a certain niche, they have a certain taste. Right. Whereas, like, so you, you know, think it should be like a I think it should be like a national vote. vote or something. Then the biggest box office one I might win. I, don't, I think enough people in the country like so. Like I loved, um, Birdman. Mm-hmm. That movie was sick. It did yeah. not do on the box office at all. Yeah. I have faith that there'd be enough people in the country. Actually, yeah, I don't have enough faith. Yeah, it, it would be like Avengers every single year. <laughs> Probably, and that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, I'm not making a very good argument here. Because I, okay. I don't believe in my argument. That's right. Let's just let's just but move yeah, on. What do you say? The Oscars suck. All right. Uh, my legend of the week is a fundraiser that's currently finishing up in my hometown. Swim to a Wish is a partnership between my high school swim team and Make a Wish Kansas and Missouri, and. What they do is five guys from my swim team. I did this three years in a row. Five guys swim 100 miles total. That's 20 miles each in relay form, one mile at a time, around the clock to raise money for local WISH candidates. How cool is that? That's really incredible. I guess it's, the feat of strength is incredible. The cause is awesome. Yeah. My, the guys that are finishing right now, you all five are my legends because you're putting your body through hell. Yeah. For the kids. For the kids. There's a round of applause for you. Uh, thank you so much for your efforts. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are the best. Who's your legend? My legend is, um, surprise, people not watching the Oscars tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> is that yourself? That's myself, dude. Technically, wow. Extension. But I, I, I would watch it if it wasn't for um, like studying and shit. But <laughs> yeah, dude. You guys, you guys, you know, stick it to the authorities, man. Make make the ratings the worst it's ever been. All right, boom clap. What kind of questions do we have this week? We have Stokes? some really good, interesting questions. I'm so excited. We we saved a nice little pocket of time still for these questions in mind. Yeah. I'm All gonna, right. I want to get the attention they deserve. Number one question, which we've already talked about, unfortunately, but. This is from Sarah, okay? Loyal listener. Which one of you is boom and which one of you is clap? On three, we'll say who boom is, okay? One, two, three. Me. Lucas. I'm boom. Lucas is boom, dude. You're the most boom guy I know. I'm the boom guy. Like, I think that I can be a little abrasive sometimes on first... No, I think I'm, my first impression I don't think is too abrasive. Abrasive. Uh, no. I think it's like continued exposure. It's like, all right, this guy's kind of like this guy's booming. This guy's a boomer. Yeah. Um, and I and I own that. Like I'm. It's I part of who you are. Yeah, you I understand what personality it. is. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like I care for people, but I just have you care a through a boom. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. a boom personality. Like you're gonna know that I care about you. Because mm-hmm. it's simple. a fucking boom. Yeah. And that would mean that you're the clap guy. That. 
I think I embrace it too. That's also part of who I am. Generally, beta, right? A clap is a beta. Boom is like the dominating personality. Yeah, but I feel like I'm a beta sometimes. But yeah, could, yes, yes. Every once in a while. But more, more often than not, I am. Uh-huh. Right. I just, I'm the like, the quick, like, clap. It's yeah. like, boom, clap, right? I'm like, beep, like, beep, yeah. beep, beep. I'm At the same time, though, we do reflect certain traits of the others. Like, I think you're pretty obstinate. I don't know what that means. Once you make your mind on something, you're not going to switch your mind. Yeah, see, I don't like debating because I just get more entrenched. No, 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 no. no about, like, I just mean, like, you want to go somewhere for food? Oh. I'm going to go there I'm for food. I'm set on it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean, like, ideological stuff. Right. Um, Like, simple stuff mm-hmm. that you're, like, obstinate on. Mm-hmm. That would be a boom trait, usually. But Usually. I feel like you host that. Whereas I'm like pretty amenable. Like I, I'll go places. Like yeah. I mean, I have to enjoy the place. Obviously, I'm pretty much down for whatever most of the time. <laughs> I'm down for whatever, which is I think is a more of a clap trait. So we we definitely uh, showcase different traits. But we yeah. give and take. Yeah, which is healthy. All right. Next question, also from Sarah. Um, if you were to be eaten by one thing, what would you want that thing to be that eats you? <laughs> what the fuck? Right. I don't know. What's Take yours? a second. What's yours? Mine, I'm going to go with a blue whale. Because you know, once they suck me in and then I'm in that area where like their tongue is and there's a bunch of what looks like straw everywhere, I just chill. You know? Mm-hmm. And remember in Finding Nemo when they're mm-hmm. in there and they just have a conversation? Yeah. I'm just chilling. Hanging out. Poking his taste buds. Mm-hmm. Go dangle the uvula. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just hanging out in a whale. You don't even get eaten. It's like probably low-key pretty comfy in there, too. Probably warm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm my answer, blue whale. That's dope. What about you? I think I'd prefer a comically large bird. Like one like that could fit bird? me. Yeah, like let's, let's say a bird the size of a whale. I would want to be able to fit in his beak for the same reasons. And then eating me is the absolute worst mistake you'll ever make. Do you get caught in the throat? Like an ostrich I throat? stay in the throat, and then when they go to feed me to their offspring, right? Yeah. I murder their entire offspring. Holy shit. I go, you try killing me, you're Say done. Say goodbye. I have them watch me destroy their offspring. Why would they watch? They're, they're trying to stop me, but like they can't. I'm just too much of a unit for them. <laughs> How do you... I let myself get eaten. Wait, so aren't the offspring like ginormous as well? Yeah, they're babies. They're like, ar, ar, ar. they're just like, they're like trip. <laughs> that sounded like a dog. I know, and I just like go Rambo on them, dude. And then after their mo- after the mamba bird sees all this go down, her will to live so is just traumatized. Zero. Yeah. So and then, I, and then instead of you know finishing the job, I just go. Bye. And then you fly away. And I fly away with my newfound wings that I developed from eating the children. And the mom is just sitting there like... And the whole thing, a Tide commercial. Yep. Mm-hmm. It comes down. But yeah, that's what I choose. That's a really good question. All right. This one is from a someone who's recently proven to be a pretty loyal stoker. Who? Greg. Greg. The Flash. Yeah. He asks, what is your favorite throwback song to Rage to? Please tell me it's not Mr. Brightside. Don't worry, Greg. I don't like Mr. Brightside played at Ragers. It's gotten too overplayed at this point. But as a freshman, I was like, hell yeah, dude. And then I realized, oh, this is an overused thing in college. This is annoying. Yeah, it fell out of my grace. Yeah. Mine is um the 
like the I'm So Paid song. But How's like, it gone? Hit it, hit it, hit the chorus. <sighs> Let me just play it on my phone. No, 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 hit the chorus. Dude. I can't think of it right now. Go acapella, bro. I can't think of it right All now. All right, then pull it up. Mine is going to be a T-Pain song or an Usher song. It's either going to be like Buy You a Drink by T-Pain. It might be Best Love Song. Or it could be uh, Love in This Club. I love Love in This Club by Usher. Mine was the Get it into the sunrise Doing 90 and 65 You know that song, dude. You know that song? Is that the chorus? No. Hit the chorus. Hit the chorus for me. Here we go. Has 121 million views on YouTube. Are you... Oh, you're playing on... I thought you were going to sing it. No, I don't know the words. I thought you pulled up the lyrics. I did, but I only pulled up the first, like, stanza. Okay. You know this song? I don't think I know this song. Okay, that's obviously not the song. It's a YouTube video. But, songs... Oh, dude, bop, dude. When did that ah, come bop. out? Was that, like, middle school? Yeah. I like might have been too, lis- too busy listening to Christian pop. Are you for real? Yeah. That's pretty... That's what's up, dude. That's what's up. I can't believe I missed that song. It is a good song. I gotta go back to middle school dances and try to grind yeah. to it. I like to, th- I like, uh, I, I like to dance to it. Maybe not. <coughs> maybe not. It's fun, dude. Acom's like... I don't... I'm gonna... I'm saying this without any knowledge of whether or not, like, he's, like, had a scandal. I have no idea. Does he, has he had a scandal yet? I feel like those, those all those singers in that generation have, like... Started to ask for reputation, yeah. uh, retribution come towards them. Yeah, but if not, Akon, dope, dude, yeah. good songs. Uh, another one from Greg. I also noticed that John made Cody Ko reference. What's your favorite Cody Ko video? It's mm. definitely gonna be um, his recent ones. Do you know who Cody Ko is? Yes, it's a his guy recent on... one was the Fifty Nick one, where yes, he's like, bro, that's Fifty Nick. A two out of, that's over a hundred Nick, bro. It's, it's Nick levels are over a thousand, nine thousand. That one's really funny. Uh, back from his Vine date, I'm having trouble remembering Cody Covines. Kowalski, you remember any Cody Covines off the top of your head? Kowalski, do you remember any Cody? No. Kowalski's like kind of trashed this episode, dude. Yeah, I know. He's like headphones and doing like web work. I love the grind, though. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I love Cody Cove Vines. I'm going to have to watch a compilation and get back to you after that, GB Greg. Um, all right, we got more questions, and we're we're actually low on time now. Here wait, here we go. This one's from The Sis. Number one, best and worst Office episode. For me, worst Office episode? Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots is pretty bad. I hate watching Dinner Party. I love watching Dinner Party. Really? Is that your best one? No, not the best. No, come on. <laughs> What's no. your best, though? The best is uh, Michael leaving, and like, but not telling the entire office until like, oh he was leaving. Oh, my God. When Jim episode. says goodbye. Yeah. He's and like, I'll Pam's see you for lunch airport. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, makes so me cry sad. every time. Yeah. My best is Fun Run. Fun Run's really good. Or he's like, got a carbo load. Yeah. Fun <laughs> he's really all the fettuccine. And then what's your worst, though? I think oh, sorry, dinner, dinner Party. party. My bad. Yeah. And then I think it's Scott's house. Okay. Um, best and worst office character. My favorite, Kevin. I love Kevin's wisecracks and like his like intimate knowledge of like specific details. Like, uh, one time Kelly's like, my middle name is Rajni Ganda. 
And then Kevin's like, I thought Rajan Gunda was a man's name. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> he has so many little wisecracks. And Jim's Jim's camera look, like the the gym look, is so iconic. But Kevin's is arguably just as good. Yeah, it's just not used as much. It's more of like a mm-hmm. kind of What's look. your worst character? We're going to exclude Toby, right, from this? Yeah, well, I hate Toby. Um... Worst character. Like obviously, he, it goes without saying, Toby or Gabe. Oh, I hate Gabe so much. My m- worst character might be Aaron and Andy's relationship. Mm. Yeah, that makes me mad. Yeah, is that legal? Is that a legal yeah. answer? I mean, in that same vein, I'm gonna say Pam and Roy relationship second oh, time through. Oh man, yeah. second second round. You know who? You know who's worst kind of a like questionable character? The camera guy. Yeah, piece of shit. I'm confused at what his role was. It's fine, dude. The last season is kind of weird. Like, yeah. They, they don't know what they're doing. Philly, Jim, a beef. Uh, best character for me, Daryl. Oh, not BTB, bro. Dun, dun, me, let paper persons, paper people. Dun, best, best character, in my opinion. Like, obviously, like, okay, obviously, Michael Scott and Jim, like, carry the show. Yeah. And Dwight, of course. Dwight! Of course. So funny. But Daryl's my homie, like... Yeah. yeah. He's really good. Yeah. Worst? Uh, oh. Roy and Roy and, Roy Pam, and second, Pam. Second, uh, second round. That was crude. That was hard to watch. I hated that. Yeah. And then when they, like, destroy that bar, Roy and his brother. Dude, anger issues. Out the kazoo. That was just weird. That scene was just weird. It really was. Yeah. Like, I didn't like that. Yeah. All right. Next question. That's it. That was six. Oh. Dude, that's stochastic, bro. It definitely. Wait, wait, wait. One from the GF. Do you think there's someone somewhere who's never seen an ice cube? You almost forgot your GFs. It was low in the in the uh, pod DMs. Yes, a hundred percent. Definitely. Ice cubes somewhere. are very unpopular in Europe. Really? They don't. They don't use ice. Hardly ever. How do you know this? Uh, like I've had like, you know, four or five friends go abroad and come back and tell me. Nikki, write us in. Have you ever seen a... She's yeah. in London. Have you seen ice cubes? Like, I'm sure the majority of Europeans have, but I'm saying, like, there's probably, like, a, an eight-year-old little boy in, like, France that probably has not seen Probably impoverished ice people oh, yeah. in, hot, in hot climates. Yeah, solid point. As well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. That's, that's like, the easy answer. <laughs> I guess from, like, a first-world perspective, the, then it would be the European. Thing. Okay, first-world people, yeah, yeah. European. But, yeah, so. like, yeah, third-world... Um, impoverished countries, yeah. In hot climates, hot climates, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sorry. That sucks, though. It really that does suck. Yeah. Um, Excuse me, friggin'. I'll take us out. Dang. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think it's your turn. Take us I think out. it's your turn. Um, so I just want to, on the note of the fundraiser, go out and volunteer to a good cause. Give to a noble charity. Do something nice for your neighbor. Obviously, neighbor, just someone. Give to a good cause. Go out, support your community. Do something great. It only takes one person. It's it's cheesy, and it's not exactly true, but one person can have an impact on someone else's world. Be that one person this week. Change someone's world. That's my call to action for you. Boom, clap. Boom, clap, stoker. 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 Stoker